0: Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I am super excited to hand off a tool for you to operate in the world and make a positive difference with people. (laughs) This is also to help you not be an ass. Um, (laughs) it's, It's to help you say what there is to say with love and kindness and from like offering a tactic that allows you to make a powerful difference for people while also, um, you know, loving up on them and saying hard things again from love. So my dear friend, colleague, support coach, Aviance Cobb and I, we were in a coaching call and jamming out and we kind of co-created this Um, acronym, Oreo. And so I was teaching this tactic, and then I think by the time we were done with it, she is such a wordsmith. She is so into, you know, words and their meanings and origins and breaking them down and all of it, that Oreo was born. And so before I go and describe each one, I'm going to let you write all four uh, letters down. O-R-E-O. O O is for observe, observe. R is for reflect, E is for educate, and the second O is for offer. And so I'm going to just break this down for a few minutes and offer it to you to take into the world. This is for having powerful conversations with people. And so the first thing is observe. You observe something in someone that perhaps you've wanted to say something about, but you don't know how to say it without coming off as rude or hurtful or heartless or inconsiderate or any of those things. Okay. So O is for observe and then reflect is to actually take action on the observation. And so you would approach that person and say to them, and I would suggest write this specifically down and practice it, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But you would tell that person, hey, I've noticed something. Are you open to a reflection? This is very important, my friends, because... Most people are not open to reflections or unsolicited feedback. And so most people would be very closed if you made the reflection without requesting permission first. In fact, I would venture to say that people are open to constructive feedback but when you give it without permission even if they would like agree with it or applying that would be very helpful for their lives and they actually understand what you're reflecting if we do it in a in a way that is not received or doesn't land well we're losing our ability to make that difference for them because it just clo- they close their heart naturally to the to the feedback and so opening the heart by asking permission and that person actually granting permission for you to make a reflection now causes a real conversation. And listen, you might say, hey, I've noticed something. Uh, May I make a reflection? And they say no. And then guess what? Don't do it. (laughs) So just something to keep in mind. So observe, reflect, and I'm actually going to give a real time example that this happened in my life uh, to me as I was becoming a coach, but I'm going to f- continue on first. So observe, reflect, so they ask for permission, then you make the reflection of the behavior and then you educate uh, that the, the you doing this behavior, you're educating them that this behavior has this impact on me or um, that historically has things go this way, whatever it might be. So you're educating why you would make that reflection. And you might educate from something you've read, or something you've heard in a podcast, right? Like, or something you've like learned out in the world that you're bringing it to this person. So you actually educate them on the psychological aspect or the emotional intelligence aspect or, or whatever it might be and then offer offer a solution offer a redirection offer an alternative so i'm going to give you a real time example this was 2017 i already had my education degree i had been working in managing gyms and i was beginning my life coach training So I had a lot of leadership positions in my life, but something that I remember, learned and internalized as a teacher, part of my pedagogy training was that like, children need to hear something seven times to truly like remember it and apply it. And so when I was teaching, I tell you, like, I kid you not, I would literally stand there and say, put the ball away, put the ball away, put the ball away, put the ball away seven times till someone would do it. And um, so I became very used to being repetitive or redundant. And then also, I adapted that to the different learning styles. So you might notice this in my podcast, I tend to over give examples, it is a part of my speech. And I try to take responsibility for that. And I'll share why because of this observation and reflection. But it's something that I did. And so the very, very first weekend of my life coach training program, it was a year long. And we would spend one weekend a month in person. And the leader of the program turns and looks to me and she says I noticed something are you open to a reflection I said yeah sure you know and she said did you know that you say everything three times you repeat yourself three times and i was like no i it caught me off guard i was so, i was embarrassed and became felt self-conscious and i was sort of replaying my speaking in my head And she said, yeah, and the educate part was you say such powerful things, but then you repeat them and it dilutes the power of the original message. And I thought like, you know, I don't want to do that. And then the other speaking pattern was like, I'd say something really powerful and I would sort of dilute it with like a softer statement to follow up or like, I'd make this powerful statement. I go, well, I mean, I don't really know, you know, I'd like kind of negate my powerful statement. So she said, why don't you just, you know, practice making those powerful statements. And I I realized for myself, because, okay, so that was her offer is stop repeating yourself start practicing making a statement, and then just like put a period at the end of the sentence. And that was very confronting for me. It showed me some of my people-pleasing behaviors that were so unconscious to me that practicing speaking so powerfully felt so direct that I like crumbled under the pressure I was like that's so heartless like I can't just say that you know like there was all sorts of resistance around it or I also realized how like nobody in particular, but my over explaining sort of diminishes other people too. like, oh, like as if you wouldn't understand it the first time. And I'm happy to re explain things to people or break it down. I love analogies. And so like, I know it's a part of my own love and passion for why I repeat myself or use all these examples. But I'm also You know, I'm totally present to like when I can see when people don't pick up on what I said or don't understand it, or they'll just say like, what do you mean by that? And so as I've practiced more direct communication, I then can adapt my speaking to when people don't understand me or when an extra example would really sort of nail it in. And so that, yeah, it was very confronting me for me, oh, just quite the experience. And so you might have someone in your life, I, I want to offer a few different scenarios, like in relationship, you know, if you have, there's something about someone that let's use the word annoys you triggers you, is again confronting for you, you know, I think what's important about that is that you communicate it and you don't need to say that's annoying to me or you're that pisses me off or you're whatever, right? Like you're doing this to me. You can make an observation that what that person does hurts, harms, affects you in a way that you don't prefer And because obviously we wouldn't necessarily do this unless it was something that's affecting us or if you believe it's affecting that person. So let's say you're observing them. Maybe you're a boss. Maybe you're a manager and you need to make a reflection to an employee or a coworker. And you say, hey, I noticed something. Can I make a reflection? I noticed that you don't start your project until like 24 hours before it's due, and you might even inquire, "What's that about? Like, is there? Do you notice that you do that? Um, is there a reason that you do that?" And that person might say, "Yeah, I think I perform better under pressure." And it's like, "Okay, and you're doing half-ass work, or the work is incomplete, or it's not as comprehensive as it could be." So that's the education part, right? Like. I have a higher expectation of your performance than what you're what you're currently submitting to me. And then offer, what about practicing starting 48 hours before the deadline or a week before the deadline? And so you might make that reflection, it might be in relationship, hey, honey, I noticed that you don't pick up your socks like ever. Is there is there a reason you know, and and actually inquiring with that person, like I, I actually had a conversation with a husband and he was struggling with his wife's level of cleanliness or orderliness and and that they had a difference, a different definition or a different standard of clean and orderliness, right? And we can get really frustrated when people don't have our same standards. But when did you ever actually communicate that or inquire, like, what and where the breakdown is? And so, when we communicate with Oreo, it can cause a breakthrough in conversation, even if it feels like a breakdown, meaning having this type of conversation might feel very confronting for you. It might feel like confronting the other person, all sorts of things. And so it's just something to consider. It's an opportunity to cause a breakthrough in conversation, which a breakthrough in conversation is a breakthrough in connection. Can I get an amen? (laughs) The reason we would go about having these types of conversations is because we are committed to that person. We are committed to that relationship. We are committed to the breakthrough, um, to perhaps overcoming a breakdown. And so I just want to offer this and encourage you that you are strong enough to have conversations like this. You are powerful enough to cause a breakthrough in someone else's life and that you have the love in your heart to say tough things from a loving place. And so I hope that this encourages you. I'd love to hear how it, if you apply it and it causes a great breakthrough in your life and relationships, feel free to shoot me a message and let me know how it's going. I love you. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers, people who dream about a great life into actual doers who are doing what there is taking inspired and aligned action to actually have the life that they dream.